Hello and welcome to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into this episode. Now today uh, is a, a little bit of a diversion from our normal discussions here on the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast because today we're going to talk about the world of virtual racing or esports as they are often referred to. Now, as obviously you'll be aware, we have a little bit of a crisis around the world right now with the outbreak of the coronavirus. And the knock-on effect of that for us in the motorsport world is that the majority, if not all, races have been either cancelled or postponed, leaving us as race fans starved of action to watch and of course the drivers themselves stuck at home um, looking for something to do. However, we live in a time where there is an alternative to real world racing and that can be enjoyed right in your very own home. So today we're going to talk all about uh, esports, what it is, who who does it. You will be surprised how many professional drivers use this type of type of thing. But also uh, a story about something called Eat Sebring Super Saturday, which took place at the weekend. So, of course, the situation was that this weekend was due to be the Super Sebring weekend with the thousand miles of Sebring with the World Endurance Championship on Friday, and then the the traditional Sebring twelve hours on the Saturday and unfortunately that event had to be cancelled because of the outbreak of coronavirus. Now uh, IMSA, the sanctioning body and the organiser of uh, the Sebring 12 Hours um, came up rather than just sit and accept that they have to sit and wait for us to get back racing again, they came up with a very good idea which many racing series around the world are now implementing while most of the drivers are sitting at home with not a lot to do. So what IMSA did, they decided, they said, right, we're going to have, we're going to get 50 of our IMSA drivers between the IMSA WeatherTech Championship and the Michelin Pilot Challenge, the feeder series to to IMSA, and we're going to get 50 drivers who all have um, who all have a setup at home where they can play um, esports and sim racing. Uh, and we're going to have a race and we're going to televise it via YouTube, um, via IMSA TV and all, all of those channels. And on Twitch, a pro- popular gaming streaming website as well. So, so that's what they decided to do. And actually the event was met with real enthusiasm from the sports fan base because... Esports and, and, and sim racing is something that not only professional drivers are getting involved in in droves, but also motorsport fans uh, as well. Now, the platform that was used, there are many platforms, of course, that you can use to, to, to race online on your computer or on your games console. But arguably, the premier title for, for doing so is iRacing. Now, iRacing is a, a simulator that is um, run on a, on a PC. You can't get it on an Xbox or a PlayStation, for example. So it's run on a, on a, on a normal personal computer. Um, but it's, it's been running since 2008 and has always set itself as apart as being a proper racing simulator. And 
many, many professional simulators will use the program as the basis of their simulation. So within iRacing, it's a subscription-based service. Again, quite unusual compared to other normal video games where you'll pay 40 or 50 pounds to buy the, um, to buy the, uh, the the game itself and then you can buy other content. iRacing is completely subscription based uh, and they run about 40 different permanent series which are scheduled throughout every single day and it's amazing the people there's people all over the world that will be able to race each other simultaneously via this platform. Now, that is something that's not exclusive to iRacing. If you look at any popular racing title like Forza Motorsport on the Xbox, um, Gran Turismo on the PlayStation, all of these sorts of games you can race against other people online. That's not new. But where iRacing dif differentiates is the realism. All of the tracks on iRacing are laser scanned for millimeter accuracy and also the cars themselves are also laser scanned. And laser scanning a car actually costs over $100,000 to put that car into the uh, game. And if you look down the roster of people that race on iRacing in terms of professional racing drivers, it is extraordinary. If you just look at Formula One, for example, the two most famous or the two most prolific sim racers uh, are Lando Norris, the McLaren F1 driver, and particularly Max Verstappen, the Red Bull Formula One driver as well. Now, for Verstappen in particular, he made a little bit as he's always he's never never shy of giving the press a quote. Max Verstappen. He um, takes part in a lot of um, a lot of sim racing online competition, but he um, Formula One um, held a, a virtual Bahrain um, Formula One race last night to, in replacement of the um, the real world event, which was which was cancelled. And Max Verstappen said, "Who was expected to take part?" He says, "No, I am not taking part. I'm not because he wasn't familiar." with the game um, that they were using, felt that it wasn't realistic enough and, and says that we, he races to win. And if you want to win in sim racing, you have to practice a lot. And he says, I'm very busy with other sim racing games like iRacing and R-Factor 2 as well. So that probably gives you an idea just how seriously also these guys um, take it and how much they respect the realism. Because many people might just say, well, it's it's a video game. It can't be it can't be like the real thing. But actually, you would be if you've never tried something like eye racing before, you wouldn't believe how how accurate it is. Of course, in order to have that that accuracy, you um it, the eye racing is not played with a, a normal games controller. So if you've ever seen a PlayStation or an Xbox controller, you hold it in your hands and and you and you move a, a little joystick around to steer the car pull your right finger for the throttle and the left finger for um, the brake. Now, with something like iRacing, you need what's called a sim rig, is what it's referred to. And basically, it's a, a, you have a, steer, a, a steering wheel, pedals, uh, and a seat. Now, you can get probably the, the starting price for a, a basic um, sim rig, probably about £500, you should be able to get uh, a good... Um, set of pedals, wheel, and seat, and you put that right in front of your TV, uh, and and off you go. You're you're a sim racer. However, like all all things like this, it, you can spend 
a lot more money than that. Most of the professional drivers will have what's referred to as a direct drive wheel, which is a very, very sophisticated um, a sophisticated steering wheel that is much even closer to the real thing. And it's driven by a, a motor rather than a belt. So it, it gives a much greater, a closer feel to the real thing. So that's what you'll find all of the professional drivers will have in their home. Often the, the professional drivers as well will have three TV screens sort of wrapped around them to give the feeling of um, being inside a proper racing car. So the levels of realism are quite, um, quite extraordinary. Some of the other racers you'll also see on iRacing regularly are people like Nicky Team, um, who's one of the biggest advocates of um, sim racing, who's an Aston Martin factory driver and Le Mans winner. Scott McLaughlin, um, double V8 supercar champion, Bathurst winner. He goes on. He's a very regular uh, on iRacing, and also Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, the former NASCAR driver. Um, he's a big advocate of sim racing as well. And the thing that's really, really cool about iRacing is, is that when you're, you can be on driving away, or you can be practicing before a race, and then it will pop up the uh, above on the top of your screen the name of um, whoever is connected to your session uh, will pop up. And occasionally you will see a name that you recognise. So occasionally I'll see Bruno Spengler has connected. Now Bruno Spengler is a, an IMSA driver, um, factory BMW driver, or the other day I saw Nicky Team has connected. So there, there I am racing against Nicky Team. Now we'll come on to the, the how esports and iRacing uh, is important for fan engagement a bit later on, but you can imagine how cool that is to be able to race alongside your racing heroes. So, back to IMSA Super Saturday. So, that was what IMSA decided to do in replacement of their um, of their existing event that was unfortunately postponed to, to November. They decided to hold this um, uh, this iRace between 50 of their um, their regular drivers, but and also televising the event around the world. What was really cool was that they brought in their existing IMSA TV um, and IMSA radio commentary team led by John Hindoff, the voice of sports car racing, who was joined by Ben Constaduros and Nick Damon from Radio Le Mans. So that added a huge... It was quite extraordinary. I was watching the live stream as it started and when it when it went live and you had, you know, John Hindall said, hello and welcome to, to Sebring International Raceway. And it, the realism was just... It was quite spooky, actually. But it was what an entertaining spectacle because you have all the drivers and they're not driving for a... Pro, they're not driving for a full season championship of course, they're not driving a real racing car that if you damage it, it costs a lot of money to replace. Um, so what you find is in sim racing is that the drivers can be just that little bit more aggressive. And of course, with that little bit more aggression comes lots and lots of action. So actually, the action in this race on Saturday was, was really, 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 really good. There was lots of thrills and spills. And of course, if you see a big accident, you don't think, oh my God, is that driver okay? Because of course, it's 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 only in the, the virtual world. But you really saw an amazing disparity between the the drivers that, that are on this, this type of um, um, technology. They're using this technology all the time. And those that are just getting started with it is massive, massive difference in time between them. 
But in the race, it was actually it was BMW domination in the BMW M8. So in the race, they, the IMSA decided that they would run this, run this race using the GTLM cars, so GT cars. So drivers could choose between the BMW M8, they could choose between the M8, the Ford GT, uh, the Porsche 911 RSR uh, as as well. I'm trying to think if there was any others. Oh, and the Ferrari 488 GTE also. Unfortunately, no Corvettes. So unfortunately, you don't get the latest Corvette in, in iRacing right now. So it was BMW domination. We had Bruno Spengler. He was the winner. How cool was that? Bruno Spengler, who I see on, on iRacing quite a lot. Bruno Spengler was the winner, followed by Nicky Katzberg and Jesse Krohn. So it was BMW domination. Of course, Spengler, Katzberg and Krohn have all raced for BMW. So BMW would have been delighted with this um, with this um, this result at, at, in the in the race. Now that brings us on nicely to the importance of esports, not only to the series IMSA, but also to car manufacturers because. <clears throat> most car manufacturers, most racing teams now have their own esports division where they hire professional drivers um, who race in the virtual world to represent their brand. And of course, although it might be in the virtual world, the the press attention that the you know BMW winning one two three, what they get, um, it does it does make a make a difference. And of course, right now in the times of the coronavirus, when most people are. Are, are, are locked indoors and staying inside before um, you know hoping to 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 rid the world of this horrible um, virus of course with everyone stuck at home it's a great opportunity um, for the series to to keep the interest going because it could be a number of months until we get back racing for real again um, so to be able to hold these races where people can watch they can watch their their favorite drivers battle against each other and also battle against each other in something that you or I could go out and and do that's that's and that I think that is the the key thing with esports and with i racing in particular it's so close to the real thing and knowing that so many of your you know your race driver heroes use this equipment and occasionally you'll find yourself racing against them is is quite extraordinary in my book for example looking at the lap times uh, uh, at the weekend at the, the Sebring race most of the pro drivers were sitting around a 1 minute 56 now me on my iRacing I'm, I'm at about 2 minutes uh, in those cars on iRacing and I couldn't believe that I was within so <laughs> I was 4 seconds is a long time in, in racing but I was amazed that I could get that close and that was that, that put a smile on my, on my face um, so I think this this is a really interesting time for motor racing. It's a situation that's not ideal for anyone. Of course, we'd love to be out, out real world racing. I'd, I would have loved to have been trackside. I was due to be trackside at Sebring uh, at the weekend, um, but such is the such is the the situation. So I think having this technology, and I think the IMSA series doing a brilliant job to use this technology to their advantage to keep the interest in the sport. Now, some might raise the question, is uh, iRacing, is um, online racing like we saw on Saturday, is that a threat to the real series? They could say, well, if, if we don't, you know, if we don't need to go to the, the real world racetrack, why don't we just do it all online? I personally don't think that it's a threat. I think it, it offers something different uh, to than the, the, the real world product. What I do believe is that it can be used 
to the advantage of the series, actually. I think that esports, online racing can be used, especially with, with all the main all the top drivers in the series using this equipment, they can they can really use this technology to help promote the series and perhaps show the series to a new audience. I'm sure there would have been people watching on Saturday that have never watched an IMSA race before. And they I bet you by the time we get racing again, they will tune in to watch an IMSA race. And, and therefore the it the 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 iRacing will have will have done its job. So I think that cross pollination between audiences is really, really important. Um, I think both sides can benefit. You'll get people that watch the real world virtual racing who are now starved of that and will have to watch the it's the, 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 real, the real world racing, they'll be starved of that, so then they have to watch the virtual racing right now and will understand that actually it can be really, really entertaining to 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 watch. So, a very interesting time um, right now, um, but, um, but actually um, positives that can be taken out from it. Now, before we finish, uh, a couple of bits of housekeeping. Today, we will be making the draw for our first winner uh, of our uh, lovely motorsport-inspired socks from our friends at heeltread.com. So tune in to our Facebook page uh, and Instagram and Twitter um, to see if you're one of the lucky subscribers to win a pair of lovely, comfy Heeltread socks. Um, however, we have we have four different pairs um, to win, so we will have four different draws over the next couple of weeks. So to be in with a chance to win a pair of these lovely Heel Tread Motorsport inspired socks, all you need to do is download the Podbean app on your device and subscribe or follow to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast, and then your name will be automatically entered into the draw. Now, last point. If you are listening and you use uh, iRacing, I would love to hear from you. Please do get in touch um, via any of our social media channels or through my website, PeterMackayMotorsport.com or via the iRacing platform itself. I would love to, um, um, to, to have a race with you on uh, iRacing and perhaps if we can get enough of us together, perhaps we can have a race for the chance to win a pair of heel tread socks so please do if you're on iRacing please do get in touch we'd love to have a wee race with you so thank you very much for listening to this episode and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon indeed <laughs>